Hey you, come here. I want to tell you something. Do you ever want to be who they want a podcast? Then all you need is Anchor. It's the easiest way to start, and it's free. It has access to tools right at your fingertips. Plus, Anchor does the distribution work for you. You heard me, for you. So all you have to do is download, record, and upload. That's simple. Join anchor.fm today and get to podcasting. Mwah. Yo, 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 podcast land, podcast land. Y'all already know what time it is. It's who they want time. The Misfits are live. And it's Artistry Tuesday where y'all know we sit down with a panel of artists that are super dope. And we feel like really need to put some spotlight on into this industry as they are working their way to climb the charts. So y'all already know I'm sitting next to the lovely, the queen, the one, the only lady Tasha in the building tonight with us. Hey everybody, how you doing tonight? You got an exciting Great. show. How are my Great. beautiful people doing? Great. <laughs> so we got we got my man 50 Grand Legend the Don sitting up in the studio with us tonight as well. What's up, bro? Good afternoon. I'm excited to be here. I hope you well. That was an intro. What an intro. <laughs> <laughs> At least we know he's happy to be here. <laughs> Ironically, okay, and we're gonna try this thing again. This is funny. It makes me so mad. Okay. okay, and Tasha, why don't you go ahead and drop who our guest is sitting in the studio with us? Yes, tonight we have on who they want entertainment. We have two fabulous, two awesome artists. Okay, first we have Kobe Montana. Okay, um, he's a, a rapper down from Florida. Am I correct? Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, yes. All right, so yes, we got Kobe Montana up on who they want entertainment tonight. Okay, and then, um, also we have Liver Club. Wait, Lee Rico the Kid, correct? Lee Rico the Kid, all right, and he's over on the west coast, all the way in Washington State, right? Yep. They're all chiming in with us from around the world and in different parts of the country. Uh, we're going to get it on tonight. They're going to um, tell us all about their fabulous music and everything and everything they've been working on as far as their career and their artistry. And we're just excited to have them here. All right. And then also, as an additional co host, we got Legend Begone. Uh, I think the CEO in, um, introduced him earlier, but we had a little technical difficulty. So he's back up here with us. I'm back. Okay. I'm back. He back. I'm very excited. I'm very excited for tonight. Very excited. We excited too. All righty. So uh, let's go ahead and get this started. All right. So um, basically, I'm gonna, um, this question is going to go before, um, to both of you guys. Okay. And I'm going to start with Kobe first. Just tell us about, you know, about where you're from and what your music is about. All right. Let us, you know, let this audience get a little intake from the inside scoop All right. Who first? Me? Yeah, you probably, uh huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, all right. Cool. Um, I'm from Florida, grew up Florida, by the way. Gaston County, born and raised. Uh, um, I started doing music at a very young age. Um, but I, but this year, I just said I'm gonna go all the way to the top with you know, like, I'm gonna give it my all. Um, I started out. 
playing drums in church. You know, this how the, the music thing started. My mom, she, she was always singing in the choir. And um, music been a part of me all my life. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, it's your, it's your, I'm really going in. Um, Fake Love was my first song that I did this year. And I'm getting a lot of plays from it, you know, and it's really amazing to me, you know, and I appreciate everybody that's been vibing with me lately, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so you started off in a church. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, hey, that's the best I way to start, you know, because you, you yeah. need that, that faith and, you know, them prayers and stuff, you know, and yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the place to get the motivation from is in the church. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You say you started off with your mom, so um, right now you're doing um, what type of like, like what what is inspiring inspiring you right now to do your tracks? Like what type of um, tracks are you most likely like getting into and whatnot? Right. Like um, storytelling, like you know they're telling a the life story of yours, your background, what happened to you in life, things you've been through. Yeah, that's that's mostly what I speak on, but I can you know switch it up a little bit. But um, lately I've been dropping tracks like based on my pain you know like things mm-hmm. i endured growing up stuff like that and i might go vibe out with my cousins or something you rap about mm-hmm. flashy stuff you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but but i'm mostly like into rapping about my pain and stuff like that okay all right. Yeah. So, uh, I guess you've just been through that. Some things going on in life. And now you're yeah. getting it out of your music, huh? Yeah, that's how, that's how I let my pain out. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Well, that, the, 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 the best, that's the best thing that the best way it comes out, too. Yeah. Everything. So, um, I'm going to go over to Lee Rico, the kid. Okay. Um, tell us a little about you. You know, tell us what's going on over there on the West Coast. You in Washington State. And everything, yeah. you know, um, you know how you got started in the music game. Yeah, so um, yeah, I've, I've probably been like in the game for a little bit. I've been out here in uh, uh, Washington State in Port Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a small city. Yeah, ain't going nowhere anytime fast type of city. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, you know, being online and being a part of the online community is definitely helpful to get you know get this uh, part of me going. Right. Um, as far as like when I started, I started playing, picking up a guitar at 16, 17 years old mm. and started making music like that. Um, as soon as I, you know, started progressing in that, I lost the love for it because I started using the music in wrong ways. So really? I lost love for guitar and found a new love for, in music with hip hop and rap. And okay. I knew back in the day, you know, my dad, my pops, you know, listen to rap, he listened to all school stuff. So, you know, it's definitely been something that's been heartwarming and it's been helpful to, you know, get all my mixed emotions out. Because sometimes, you know, sometimes you're mad, sometimes you're you're crying or upset, sometimes you're happy, you know what I'm saying? Like, all those emotions are so, like, go deep into it, into the beats, into vocals that I put behind it like you can hear it um you know as far as like what I can see that can be needed is somebody to perfect it <laughs> somebody mm-hmm. to put like the magic wand and be like there right right yeah well you know what you know everything can always use a little something extra to make it good you know what I'm saying and sure. stuff so what is like mostly inspiring you with your music and stuff besides the block 
<laughs> one of your songs, you shout out the block my social media um, hey. um, platform. Yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> so many, so many things inspire me. You know, as far as like you guys, you guys are inspiring me. Why? Because you guys made the block. You guys are out here uh, making things happen. You're making the moves to make it roll out. So the fact that it's starting new, that's cool. I'm glad I'm in the game early because you know what? No, I don't I haven't heard nobody else out here on the west side doing what you guys are doing. So wow. ain't nobody putting nobody up over here. Everybody's real slow. You know, I'm not like I'm not getting chances. But you know what? I'll look elsewhere. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I'm I'm down to work with people who are down to work with me. So awesome. I love it. I love it. Awesome. I don't want to hold everything up. Legend, you had any questions for them before I go on to my next? Um, I got two. Um, I would say, anybody go first. When did you guys find out um, it was your purpose to rap or like your calling to rap? What made you think about, okay, yeah, this is me. This is what I'm going to do for my career. This I'm going to put on for my family. Okay. We can go with Kobe for that first. You guys or, or you can go, if you're, well, Kobe's thinking, so we go with the kid first. Um, as far as, can we get the, can we get the question one more time? <laughs> sorry, 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 my guy. I went, I just got that blank spot. Um, when did you figure out, you good. When did you, <laughs> when did you figure out in your um, life that rap was your purpose or your family? Did you feel like it was your calling? Like where in your life did you feel like rap was your calling or your purpose? I think, rap is just all over I mean, me. I think, I think the lyrics, I think the lyrics, you know, when I was picking up the guitar and stuff like that helped me a lot to bring that into the rap music and industry so that I can turn into something different so that I can be different than anybody else. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be as different as, uh, Lori, the kid, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm trying to be as different as that. Like, that's crazy that you can use his voice to do all that shit. It's just nuts. It's fucking insane. Right. And, right. you know, I'm trying to be different. I want to be different to the rap community. I also want to bring inspiration. And to me, how I see the rap community at this point in time, um, I see it being an inspiration, but I don't see them using the power of inspiration in a good way. And I definitely want to bring that to the table and bring back uh, a lovable sense towards the rap. You know, as far as what we talk about, how we use our words, how we structure, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want that to be the main focus of what rap was about, <laughs> you know, and now it's like talking about titties and, you know, all right, stuff. right. You know right. Who could shake it the most, right? Who right. got the, yeah, right. Got you. Awesome. I understand. And Kobe, what about you? What about you, um, Kobe? Thank you. Ask the, ask, the, ask the question again for me. <laughs> right. Yeah, ask the, ask the question for me. Basically, what he was asking, um, for what I got for it, what most inspired you to do? What when you in your life did you find? Did you really figure out that rap was your purpose and your calling? Like, okay, this is what I'm going to do to family, feed myself. This is what I'm going to do for my career. Um, am I breaking up? When I dropped my song "Fake Love," like I used to always go in the studio and just like, like it was like a hobby to me. Like it was just something I wanted to do for fun. But when I dropped my song "Fake Love," 
um, I said, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna invest in this. I'm gonna go to a good quality studio, and I'm gonna see what I can do with my voice. You know, when I dropped that song, the feedback I was getting from it, people that ne never showed me love with my music was giving me feedback, and I was like, you know what, man, I'm gonna keep doing this. I'm gonna keep dropping more music, music that I got that don't sound too good. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go redo it, you know, because these days it's about the quality of your music. You gotta get somebody to listen to you, you know what I'm saying? Um, so that's what I, I, I decided to do, and um, things been going well for me. Okay. All right, awesome. So actually, we got a couple of questions here from our viewers. Um, first question, and I'm gonna direct this to both of you, and I'm gonna start with Kobe first. What was the most, because both of you are actually related to that, that your music um, inspired, um, comes out of things you've been through in life and painful. So if you don't mind sharing, what was the most painful thing that happened in your life that the, you know, made you decide, hey, I got to get this out and the best way for me to get this and express it out is in my music? Uh, when I lost my mom, I lost mm. my mom when I was like 23 years old. Like I ain't have nothing. I lost I my mom too. I ain't have a job. I was staying with my mom at the time. <laughs> and when I lost her, I was like, you know what? Hey, man, you got to put on your bit for shoes for real this time, you know? And, and that's what I did. <laughs> I'm doing good in life now. It, it took me a while to um, open up about music and stuff like that, but things been going so good, man. I just, it, it, it still amazes me to this day. Like, early, I was thinking about, like, Stuff like this, I probably would have never did it, you know. With the podcast, stuff like this, or the music. Yeah, anything like this, you know, really? shows and stuff. I've been doing a lot of shows lately. I got a show coming up this weekend. You know, it's it's been crazy. Really? Wow. Yes. So, yeah, I know you said when you lost your mom, that's when, you know, it, you know, this started, you know, you started up with your music, right? Now, I can relate to losing a mother because I lost my mom. Right now, when you in your creative mode, right, with your music, do you like speak to your mother, or do you hear your mother speaking to you, or you know, just do you hear her sending you words of encouragement and stuff? Oh, yeah. yeah, she always with me. I call her my guardian angel. Awesome. Okay, and, and lyrical, um, lyrical. Oh, I'm gonna call you kid. You gonna call you kid? <laughs> <laughs> So, same thing, you know, um, what painful event has happened in your life that actually, you know, make you be creative with your music and, you know, made you want to um, start expressing it in your music? Um, a lot of things. <laughs> there are so many things, like, so, I mean, like, we'll start from the beginning. I'm thinking, you know, as far as my parents, you know, as me leaving as a teenager, 19 years old, and heading out into the real world, and not realizing what reality was, and being inside of a household where it was more um, controlled, and of an environment, instead of out of control, and like, you know, you get to experience every little bit. Um, I missed out on that, so I had to do all my dues on my own, I had to work, you know, work by myself, you know, I even got disowned by my parents, and that's because of religion, 
I'm not going to speak against the religion. I'm not going to say the name, but you know, as far as it, it's their choice, they're still making their their moves, doing their things. But that broke my heart when I lost my family. You know, people that I thought cared about me the most, and they ain't here. You know what I'm saying? So I'm doing it. I'm out here on my own. You know, I've, I've had my dog die. You know, I've had you know a lot of things happen. My grandma died. My great grandpa died. It's it's all this inspires me. Even if even if I'm getting shit talked back to me, even if people are talking shit, you know what I'm saying? That inspires me. It makes me want to push forward because I'm done with it. I'm, it's time for me to stand up. Wow. Wow. And that's very, that's very, that's, that's a lot of courage right there. You know, I'm very brave because, you know, it's not easy feeling alone in the world. Because I, I lost my mother, my father, my brother. And sometimes I feel alone. I feel like I'm in the world by myself, you know, without the closest people to me. So I definitely can relate on that. And, you know, and that's very brave of you, you know, to keep pushing and going. And that's what you have to do. That's, you know, um, I love it. So we have another question here. <laughs> Our viewers are very interested in you guys today, boy. Um, do psychedelics help with the creative process? Steve, one of you, and I start with um, um, Kobe. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> 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 yes, sir. <laughs> right now, yeah, <laughs> didn't, didn't they make shrooms legal over here on this side already? <laughs> <laughs> So, just let me put you on a little secret right fast and go. I don't, whatever this means, I don't, I, I don't, like, I didn't get it. I guess it means it has something to do with weed. Is that correct? Everyone know I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. So, we just gonna go on with the question. I, Wait, yeah, I see That's everybody need to fill on that question. <laughs> Nobody want to say nothing. All right. So, go ahead. So, it helps you. You know, it helps with the creative process. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Jimmy Hendrix. I'm sorry. I said thank you, someone like Jimmy Hendrix. Jimmy Hendrix. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. And I, um, kid, I seen you give the thumbs up for that question. So I'm, I mean, I'm a daydreamer by by choice. I'm always smoking weed. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm always, I'm always doing that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but it's definitely a hell of creative process. It gets me in the daydreaming mode, so I'm not thinking realistically. And every every single like one of my words or what how I say things, you know, it's either like a metaphor. It's like, oh, wait, what did he just say? Like, it didn't make any sense. Oh wait, he used it like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it gets me in that open mind frame for sure. It gets you in an open mind frame. Okay. Wow. So hey, I guess I mean I guess and I, I guess that's something that's um. Across the board for like a lot of artists out there, you know, because um, that's like incorporated in damn near everything we hear on the radio, you know. But you know, it is what it is. Um, unfortunately, I don't smoke weed. I've never did, so I don't know what it can do. So, but anywho, so I, I want to start with the process, okay? Now, when you are when you creating a song, right? And this song, this question is for both of y'all. What what is, what's your process? What do you first start at? We know all we know the pain is there, the thoughts and the feelings you have, but like what do you start as far as like mechanically for the song? Like do you start with like um lyrics first or do you start with like a production first, you know? Um what, what's the first step in you know you creating your tracks? It it depends on with me. Um sometimes I could just come up with a rhythm in my head first and then this is 
go and find the beat that I want to go with or uh, have my producer to listen to what I want, you know? Okay. Or, or vice versa, listen to the beat first, then come up with the words. Right, and, right. And so, what about you? Like, is which way is easier? Like, or do y'all find any one of the methods easier, or do you have something totally a process totally different? Uh, I'm I'm all over the place. I'm unorganized. All right. So, um, what happens usually? I don't know who, who like maybe like Drake or it was like Little Wayne. They use their beats first before they start writing. You know what I'm saying? So, um, as far as like. As far as that goes, I'm always doing that. And then I'm bouncing like from one song to another song because I'll have a set of lyrics that I made in that song that sounded so good in that beat, but it didn't make any sense. And I have to move that set of lyrics that I made in that one beat and move it over to the other song that I was working on so that I can finish it. So I'm all over the place. I'll be grabbing my lyrics from another song, switching it over here and then like, or like completely erase it. You know what I'm saying? I'm all over the place. I'm just... <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, you had a legend. You have anything before I go into um the next viewer's questioning? Okay. Um, so being that we're talking about the process, we have a um question from one of the viewers, Paul. Um, I'm sorry, Paul. I I, I do not want to take a jab at your name and have you angry your last name and have you angry at me so i'm just going to call you paul oh you're talking about okay. the whole paul iglesias <laughs> yeah oh iglesias okay okay so you got it down back okay all right all right so being that we're talking about the process okay um paul wants to know which recording software um do you prefer using and i start with um montana on this uh i don't know i'm not an engineer <laughs> oh you're not an engineer okay <laughs> no. so all right, so I mean, do you have like every artist um has like that certain mic that they use? Pro Tools, yeah, that's what a lot of people use these days, though. Pro Tools. Pro, and can you break it down so like people who don't know what that what is that? It's a recording software. That's mm -hmm. all I know. That's all you it's know. Like easily okay. manageable, like software. Where, you know, it's like one, two, three steps, and you pretty much can master it without all the complications. Yeah right right okay all right so with that being said um every artist has like a comfortable microphone it's like a certain type of microphone that you like using or you can just get behind anything and get down and spit yeah basically basically okay. <laughs> okay okay all right and um um kid what about you any type of because uh, it seems like you are more on the production side or is um any yeah, type so of software I mean you like prefer uh, I use Band Labs. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard of it yet, um, but Band Labs is a software that I can get on my mobile phone, and that's how I record. And I record all day on this thing. Really? So I've seen that. That now they're having like you can have basically a whole studio downloaded on your phone. That's correct. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Check it out. I mean, it's it's pretty nice. Like it's a. It's a very easy program. It's way easier than any of the other programs that I've reached out on as far as like with the computer. Um, they, they just made it super easy. Now you, anybody can get on there and start recording. 
Wow. So you basically all the studio time people used to pay for in the back of the days, it's really not needed no more. Huh? I can plug in my guitar. I can plug in my beats. I can plug in anything into my phone and I can do it. Wow. Wow. That, that's just crazy. So you can just be anywhere and be like, hold up. I got to record a song right quick. Basically. Wow. So um, in Montana, that's not, is that something you um, you have experience doing too as well um, with your phone? Or being that, being that I have an iPhone, it's just like called a garage band or something like that. Or something. Like, garage just, band, I <laughs> Yeah, I, I go in um, like pre-record, then I go to the real studio. That's what I do. Okay. To have the good quality, that's what I do. Right, right. Yeah. And I'm not going to take that away because, you know, you need good quality for your music. You know, as far as me, you know, I got songs out there. They're ready to get, like, pre-recorded you know we're ready to go to studio but right. you know that as far as like that goes you got to save up money you got to work your your butt off in order to get all that accomplished oh, and yeah, then yeah. like you have to pay for music videos you have to do all that stuff so i'm trying to do it all on my own and then yeah it's facts right there right right legend you have anything before i get into the next viewer So one thing I want to ask both of you, within the last year, we have so much stuff going on with everything with the COVID, um, the, the, all the um, Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, and everything. Uh, How did that affect your music? What would you guys see yourselves? Hold on. I think he's having technical difficulties. OK, go ahead. Um, how did that affect your music? Like, did y'all see like a shift and change in your music when you was recording it? Did those emotions, what was going on with everything in the world, was coming more out of your music? I start with um, um, Kid on this one. So, um, yeah, two years ago, you know, I was in a hot mess. I had just lost my business. I made my own business. I made my own handyman business, and I lost my business. I, I lost my truck. I lost everything because of no work. I didn't have mm -hmm. any job. Like it was just, it sucked. I was stuck, but I had a best friend who was able to lend out a hand and, you know, reach out and help me survive through the winter time until mm -hmm. I was able to get back up on top of my like feet and start walking again. Um, but yeah, it had a huge effect. I, I wasn't, I wasn't playing the guitar. That was the time that I wasn't playing the, the guitar. You know, mm -hmm. that was the time that like I was sitting there collecting my thoughts about like where I went wrong. What am I going to do? I'm 25 years old. You know, I'm 26 now, but like I, 20 be uh, or not yeah, 26 going on 27. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> um, you know, you just get stuck in that. You, you get stuck, you get stuck and you don't know what to do. And, and so you have to sit there and you have to think over and over again it, and get high <laughs> and, <laughs> Do, do do the shrooms, you know what I'm saying? To let those happy endorphins come back in because I don't know. Depression, I don't know if I had depression. I don't know what it was. I've never taken medication. So I mean, that's where that's at, you know. Mm. Um, the flower, that's why the flowers always helped, you know. That's why, you know, as microdosing and shrooms has helped, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Keep my you know, uplifted instead of feeling down. Wow, okay. 
And Kobe, how about you? Everything with the wake of um, the COVID that went on with the, with the um, crisis, with pandemic, with the COVID, and then we had um, everything with the um, you know police brutality, Black Lives Matter. Like, how did that? Did that make your your mood and your music shift, or the lyrics in your music shift? Oh yeah, around that time, I wasn't even writing music. Like I was home with the family. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, right. Like I couldn't even find a time to go to the studio or write a song at that time because um, it, it was tough. It was a dark time in America, period, you know, during that time. And I really couldn't, I couldn't think right. So I didn't, I didn't write no music or do anything around that time. Right. Oh, okay. All right. Now, Paul has a question, and this kind of is like almost um, what I was talking about as far as like um, affecting your music and being creative. Do you think it's okay for a man to cry while writing a rap song? Hey, Montana, it, depends. it depends on what you're talking about. You know, like <laughs> writing about his mom or his, his kids. Uh, you mm. know, it, it depends. <laughs> it depends. But, but you all good for it. Um, kid, what about you? I'm all about putting. I'm all about putting on those fake tears, you know, for the camera and stuff like that. But <laughs> um, yeah, it really does depend. Um, you know, I felt sad, and I was able to um, use my lyrics and my voice in a way to make the rap sound sad. You know, and that's how you do it. I, I mean, as far as crying, I don't. I don't know. I think that might mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Okay. All right. Now, um, another question from Paul. <laughs> Do women still make use of a condom now that you think this? <laughs> Listen, I, I just looked at that question and read it as I saw I didn't even look at it first. Okay, who wants to go first with that? Kobe? Uh <laughs> Still make you oh wow! <laughs> uh, Come on, we all grown here now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, mm. yeah. I mean, they always, I, I always wear a condom, so <laughs> yeah, we gonna skip that question. What? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, what about you, kid? You want to take a shot at this? How's your life changed with the women? You know, and the, you know, I, I mean, you know. Are they saying, no, we ain't got to use one, you know, you know? I mean, Are they asking for babies right now? You know, they're trying to become baby mamas. You know, it's what's going crazy. on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm lucky enough that I don't make that a first priority. I you know, plead the fair. What, you don't make condoms a first priority? Let's no, I don't make, I don't make the, the, the sexual act of going out and doing that with women. Uh, you know, as far as that, you know, I don't make it that a habit. It's all I had it. Okay, so so let me ask you this. So since both of you are right, this question, of course, for both of you are, you've been um you know in the entertainment industry, you know um artists, like what is it like? You know, like have y'all noticed people change the act uh, different towards y'all and everything, or there's more females gravitating towards your uh, Montana? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's. Um, Give us an example. Come on, what happened? What happened? We want to know. What happened? Give us one of your stories. What changed? Like, uh, females coming at you different? 
That shorty used to try to get back in the days. Yo. Then we back in the days. Now she's following you around, stalking you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, like that. it's just like that. Everything I said. <laughs> I mean, I, it, I mean, of course that comes with every everybody, anybody mm -hmm. that's you know doing good in life. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And you got to know how to control that. Mm-hmm. You do. <laughs> you got to know how to control that. And, and Kid, what about you? How's everything going for you as far as like people and the way they act towards you or, you know, things changed? Oh, man. A lot of things changed as soon as I started doing what I wanted to do instead of listening to other people. You know, mm -hmm. uh, as far as like as that, you know, um, it was just, you know, I lost a lot of friends, um, but I didn't. And I, I made it my own choice because I had to figure out what was best for me and what was mm -hmm. going to make me do better and being around certain people weren't making me better so um you know as far as far as everyone you know get showing me different attention yeah i see a lot of people that want to go get it want to go get that bag but they don't mm -hmm. want to make those moves and mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuck people out here so um sorry I, did I miss a question? No, and, and you know, most of the times it's not you, the artist who change or, you know, the entertainer change, whoever, it's the people around you that change and they say you yeah. don't changing. You know, that have you ever, have you ever experienced that too? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, um, kid. Sorry. I mean, honestly, I haven't got to that point yet. You know, I'm still grinding out the mud. <laughs> I'm still getting it out the mud right now. Right. <laughs> What about you, kid? <laughs> um, I'm here to show people that I'm willing to work and I'm willing to blast things and go, you know, over insane mm -hmm. and over the top. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just this last year, my buddy Solomon the, Solomon the Pharaoh, he's another artist that's out here that's local over in Tacoma. Um, mm -hmm. Shout out, bro. Um, but we, we did, we did, a uh, big huge sign that said Solomon the Pharaoh over Tacoma uh, Tacoma Bridge so mm. that people could so that people could see it as they were passing by through the highway and stuff like that we we went big we uh you know we went and did a, a bash over at um this clubhouse and we got a music video in he's got he's got music videos on YouTube um but yeah um that was just it's insane uh, of how hard you can go and how far you can go as far as like with what i'm doing recently with with baby no money i'm getting their attention they're looking at the mm -hmm. gram they're looking at my stuff and mm -hmm. you know i can see all the side shit that they're doing without tagging mm -hmm. right so. right 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 and it's probably coming from some of the closest people to you that you just never thought yeah, that would be your biggest supporters yeah i know uh-huh i know <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I want, there's a question up here that's, um, one of the viewers have for that's very interesting. And I want to also touch on the fact, um, get your views on this whole, okay. His question is, would you support a gay male rapper in the industry? I mean, I mean, right now, nowadays, I mean, that's just that, and you know, that, you know, to me, a rapper is a rapper nowadays, whether they get or not. But what is your view on that kid? Time times are changing, and right. the times. And if you're right. not, then 
you're going to stay stuck and you're not going to go anywhere. Right. Right. And Montana? I mean, as long as they don't try me, I'm good. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> For real. I mean, people are who they are, you know. You can't judge people because of they live how they life how they want to live, man. That's how that's how I look at it. Right, right. Now, while we's on that subject, like, what is your views with this whole the baby situation? What he did and everything, and and, and stuff. You know, how do y'all feel about that? You know, do you think they he should be discontinued because they're trying to shut him up and quiet him? Nah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think he should be discontinued. I just think people are taking it too far at this point. Really. Yeah, I think people taking it too far. All the show canceling, why? DJs do it all the time at clubs, you know? That's how I feel about it. I just think people I mean, that's a valid point right there. That's really a valid point. But being with everything that we just been through with the Black Lives Matters, everybody coming off this pandemic, from him to be the baby, somebody who's just like out there, do you think that was like a wise thing for him to do? at that point to come out you know with um, a statement like that mm, nah but but to take it as far as people are taking it i don't think it, that should be the case i mean because people are angry right now because everything look at everything we done been through people are angry right now and then he i mean he's attacking the lgbt community look at everything they done been through to get where they at and to like try to get accepted and then they you know and then this happened. So I mean, can you understand why, you know, I guess people are like taking it as far as they are right now? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people got their own opinions, but like I said, I don't think it should go as far as it's going right now, man. And I ain't gonna be able to stop him anyway. So because he's right. the baby. He's he's a well known artist right now. If the baby can set up his own own shows right now and get paid. So I mean, what is there? What is what? What's the point? <laughs> I mean, but, but the point is, is that I mean, he has a lot of angry people out there right now, and that I mean, he can set up whatever he want to set up. But what he did is can definitely affect how whatever he set up, how it's going to progress and go. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So I mean, so Kim, what is your view on it? Like, how do you feel about this whole the baby, you know, controversy? Um, as far as how I feel, I mean, honestly, I think this is a time for a lot of young rappers out there to start making diss tracks about baby the baby, because if they don't, they don't use this as an opportunity, then they're not. Like I said, they're not. You're not going to go anywhere. You got to think of what's your next opportunity what what's your next decision what what are you going to do next you know what yeah. i'm saying you have to think about the next steps and the next steps you know for the baby i'm sorry to say but dude you can't be you can't be doing that to the world i mean you were at Lollapalooza, bro i mean you can't be saying that stuff to people who are coming from all over the place mm -hmm. to go see multiple genres right mm -hmm. you know yeah. so it's like you're not just listening to the baby you know, so I mean, there was a big, there was a big thing on that, but I think that he should definitely have a respectful, you know, goodbye. <laughs> you know what I'm saying from <laughs> Big G's as far as like dissing him out or something like that. You know, it's like, you know, about what he's doing. 
something. You yeah. know, I'm a part of the I'm a part of the meme community. So I do funny. I like to do funny stuff. You know, I'm right, I'm, right. That's the rap caviar over here. You know, it's like make things funny. Uh, you know, and I think he definitely just overstepped it. It just it was an overstepped joke. Right, right, yeah, yeah. I mean, some people they do they are open minded and they have a sense of humor where they can see over things. But then again, you know, um, you have that whole a whole community out there. They're LGBT, and that was just like, and then. I think he associated something with HIV into it and everything. So it was just, you know, it was it was very poor taste, you know. And especially at the end of the day, you know, like I said before, when you pluck all the feathers off of where his money's coming from, at the bottom of that naked chicken, probably somebody in the LGBT community is possible is the reason for him getting paid. You know what I mean? So, um, right, you know. So just gotta be careful and watch it. So while we're talking about money, you had something you want to say, hon? Oh, no, I was just about to say, you got to be careful what you say. Right, yes, definitely. You can't, just, you can't just say it like that. I would have never said it, but hey. <laughs> right, right. They pulled right. him from everything, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I would have never he said it. Say the rest of this year, he might as well sit on the bench. He ain't getting no questions. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Okay, so Legend, um, Legend is on. Can you put that back up? Legend says, do you, you guys back? think he will have a comeback from it? Mm -hmm. It's going to have to be I something big. Like, he would have to yeah. do, like, a whole free concert. Yeah. He's going to have to have with a big rainbow going across his stage or something. Like, really <laughs> and it has to be genuine, too, though. Like, he can't just do it and then be like, exactly. okay, I said what I said. Now nah, I did this for y'all, and then I'm back being me. Like, you really got to kind of clean right. your act up for a minute. But because a lot of people, the world has canceled. It's all about his comeback when you mess up. Yeah, but when you talk about a whole community like this community, right? That's you probably know. look like to me the biggest of his oh, supporters was that community. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Don't take a lot. Right. So yeah. we know both. You both of you said that y'all have things that inspire you, right? Um, when is money like when it comes down to it, everybody's chasing they they want to get the bag they want the money you know what i'm saying no matter what you're doing you can love what you're doing and everything and be passionate what you're doing but the end of the tunnel that you're seeing the bag is money um for one of those money more important than getting your message out to the world i wouldn't say that um nah, i wouldn't say that because my story is what made me you get what i'm saying mm -hmm. my story is what made me so nah money ain't everything there you go it's not especially when you are passionate and love what you do because it's almost yeah. like you know you're not um you're not you, working you, the bag, dog. you got a bag you got to bring it to me <laughs> right <laughs> you got to bring it to me if you, if you want right. me to do something but yeah yeah. Right. And, and 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 Rico, what about you? I'm, I'm sorry, I just called you Rico. I, I just totally changed the whole name. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to call you the kid. I'm sorry, the kid. How about you? Um, is, is money more important than getting your message out to the world? Um, you know, and that's a trick question right there. You you need money to be able to do the things you need to do. Um, on some degree. Um, 
as far as like getting your music out or out there, especially if you're doing it by yourself and you're not doing it with a record label company and you ain't, you know, you ain't fixed with the right people. You don't know a lot of people. So um, it, it definitely is, is, is more important to get the messages out, but mm -hmm. it is also just as important to make that money and to save up your own bag. I'm sorry, but save up your own bag. Nobody's oh, going to yeah. give you the bag. You got to earn that bag. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Got to earn it. And you got to know where it's coming from, too. You know, and you got to know when you get that bag, it's yours to keep. Because you got a lot of kids, people, I'm not going to say kids, people get caught up in the music industry. They get these big advances from record labels and everything, and they go through it, start spending money, and then the record label still is handing them a bill at the end of the day. So you got to know what's yours to spend and what's just yours to look like you have it to spend. And don't touch that. <laughs> so, and everything. I think Legend had something he wanted to ask. Um, you want to hit that one? Teddy? Yeah. Um, Legend wanted to know uh, what other artists would you guys like to work with from your city? And let's start with Kobe first. From my city? Um... <clears throat> Who would I want to work yeah. with? I already know where it's coming from. Oh, <laughs> uh, now if we talking like where where I'm actually from, man, shout out to that boy, little Bam, man. If I ever, if I ever wanted to do a song with anybody, I, I, I shout out to Lil Bam. That's little Bam. Little Bam. Little Bam. Yeah. He tough. <laughs> yeah, little Bam. Shout out to Lil Bam, man. Okay. Like old, like from the older generation, you you think about collaborating with or like to do something with? From my area? Like from the older generation. Okay, so I mean outside of his area is what he's trying to get clarification on. Oh, like I mean, from the older generation, like Luke Trick Daddy, that's oh, a yeah, right there. In Florida, in general, I think adults that get it, get it. I think a Luke, I think Trick Daddy, and all live. So, what about them? Anybody you know um, from the older generation that you'd like to like them to collaborate with? Ooh. Or is that is is that even your style? Can you see the see you you know collaborate with somebody like them? Um, maybe somebody like Plies. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good yeah, like Plies. <laughs> if okay. we talk with Florida, well, I, I like Florida artists, a lot of Florida artists. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna go with Plies. Okay. <laughs> what about you, kid, over there in Washington on the West Coast? What's going on over there? You know, I'm I'm coming off a legend question. He just asked. Um. So as far as like, you know, which artists I want to work with, you know, Lil Mosey would be dope. Uh, honestly, I love his voice. I love his style and what he does and how we put up out here. <laughs> so um, as far as like Danklin too, Danklin as well, he's an underrated artist. He was out here for a little, a little while and then he moved out towards uh, New York. So he's out there on the east side with you guys. Um, yeah, and JD Smooth. Shout out to JD Smooth out mm -hmm. here. Um, one of the top, you know, R and B singers, hip hop. So um he's got a beautiful voice. Uh definitely people that I can imagine myself working with all around. All right. All right. Um Pamela has a question. Can you get that down, Sadie? 
Mm-hmm. I, I can't see yeah, it. I got you. Okay. So um, for both of you, did you choose music for fame or for fortune or to send positive message to people? And I think we um, just kind of like piggybacking off what we asked earlier. But um, I think both of you said that you chose music because you was both going through something. But um, I think Pamela, she probably just wasn't here early to hear that. So um, you can just answer that question for her. Um, and I start off with Kobe. Um, do you choose music for fame or fortune? Or to send a positive message to the people? Um, definitely to send a um, positive message to the people because I always, um, just because of how I was raised, you know, and how hard I had it coming up, I just want to tell my story and share it to people that you can make it out type thing like that. <laughs> Right, 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 right. So you get to be the inspiration, give that people that motivate. motivate. Yeah. Motivate. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And kid, what about you? Um, did you choose music for fame or fortune, or just to send a positive message out to the people? Um, I definitely chose music to send positive messages out to people. Um, mm-hmm. That was my original intent. I had to take a lot of my music down from SoundCloud actually because um people were coming in for my lyrics <laughs> i was like i was like oh snap there's actually people out here that want to slide and grab some stuff from you i was like i didn't even know i didn't even know i was blindsided by that um and then like realizing you know uh that you know fame fame ain't, it's gonna put your spot on the map for sure but it's not it's not everything it's not what you want to bring to the table right right Got you. So a question I want to ask you, kid, um, because um, you over there in Washington, right? Washington State. So tell us a little bit about, um, have you ever been over here on the East Coast? I have not, actually. You have not? Okay. So, I mean, but I guess you see the music, the um, hip-hop culture over here on the East Coast. like, um, And so we know Cali, you know, California, you know, got it on lock. But um, it's the West, where you at in Washington, do you spend a lot of time down in California or you do everything like up in Washington or like, is the culture different up in Washington or is it something like what it is down in California? Oh, the culture is so much different out here. Really? You got a bunch of, you got a bunch of people that are into punk rock. You got a bunch of people that are into, you know, it, rock, just metal, metal heads, a lot of metal heads over here in this area. Um, you know? and like the music just differs but i love that about this place because Mm -hmm. it brings a different type the different types of music that you want to include into the music that you are trying to make so i it's definitely i use that as an inspiration you know i use what i'm in all the time as inspiration it's got to be you got to start you got to look at it in a positive way you know as far as like with that um i do everything over here in washington um i haven't been lucky enough to be set up with like a meeting to work with an artist or to work with a producer that wanted to be like, Hey, is there any time you want to come down to California and like do something? Cause I'll make moves. Uh, we're ready to put in for a plane ticket and ready to go. You know? I hear you. I, Cause I listened to that track. Um, was the um, BMB? Uh, and it yeah, had like a different sound to it. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it had a sound that like, I, I don't want to say I heard it before, but it was like a different twist to it mm-hmm. and everything. It was almost like a fun, you know, twist, but you said it was a diss track, correct? Yeah, correct. Um, 
Yeah, the, so there was the first one. The first one was the diss track, Baby No, uh, Baby no Money So Funny, um, was meant to be a diss track for the boy because, you know, as far as I can see and I can tell, he's doing it off of making jokes. And if he wants to do it off of making jokes, I'm a jokester too, so let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So um, we can we can joke back and forth as far as like with, you know, I the second one came out yesterday. Um, which was Plan B. Plan B was right. the second diss track that came out because he just previously wrote a song and I kind of like took it to heart. It's called Edame or Edamame and uh, Rich Brian's in it. They, both crazy, just crazy rappers. They're, they're crazy good. Uh, they're inspirational. <laughs> I, I will probably never be as good as them and their talents and the, what they created in their craft. So I'm trying to do it, you know, my way, doing it with the, what I'm doing right now. Okay. Awesome. Okay. And and um, Kobe. So you down there in Florida, right? Have you ever been on the West Coast or outside of um Florida? Um, and like um, as far as like the different, uh, have you ever experienced like any different cultures and like in a hip hop, you know, industry? Oh, no, I've um I only been in Florida. I haven't been outside of Florida yet, but I do plan to go to Atlanta. Um, in the next few weeks. To network with a lot of artists there um mm -hmm. but yeah that'll be my first move okay right. hey, I gotta... go ahead is it safe hey, you me? got a question is it safe for me to come to atlanta yeah yeah i mean i'm not I like mean, that ad because like i keep getting hurt told like around here that <laughs> What do you, uh, so like, you know, like other people have visited, you know, Atlanta, other people have their own opinions of like what it's like and stuff like that. And I just get a lot of no's over here in Washington. So are you talking about as far as the pandemic as or far just as like music as far as like, oh, music. Stuff, yeah. Oh, as far as music. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, that's what I'm getting told from over here. So I'm like, like, and a lot of it's like pointing me towards like New York area. You know, it's like. It's just, New York ain't no prettier, but go ahead. Uh, it is. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. You know, I don't know a thing. I haven't been I'm going to raise in New York and I'm trying to get out, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Well, wow, I just so wanted to know if y'all would be open to working any other genres of music outside of your normal brand. Yeah, that'd be a dope experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, what would you be open to? Like, what have you ever like? Um, just not. I'm not gonna say fantasize or just had a thought it, but like, hmm, this would be interested in doing. Like, what genre? Ooh, like it's a reggae. Reggae? Reggae would be dope. Yeah, that'd be stupid. Yeah. Reggae. Yeah, I like I like I like reggae music. Yeah. What about you, kid? Any different genres of music you looking to step into? What am I um taking a dab at or collaborating with? Honestly, you know, after like picking up the guitar and stuff like that and being able to incorporate a lot of you know, playing the guitar and the melodies that come from singing and whatnot. I, I, I'm a singer songwriter, you know, at the, at the end of the day. 
So as far as like, uh, you know, being a rapper as well, I would like I would like to keep it and hold on to that that craft as far as with the rapping craft because I find it helpful for for me to focus on uh, where the chorus needs to go, where my lyrics need to go. I'm just like I'm more focused on like the structure and mm. and how it it is taken like that instead of mm. sitting there writing on a notepad scribbling and then going back to guitar and you know what i'm saying i'm able yeah, to sit right. here on one device and get it all done and and i'm able to listen to all sorts of music I, I love doing that i love finding new beats i love mixing up you know jazz with you know yeah. like west coast you know what i'm saying i'm like to i like to mix it up country with the west coast you know just yeah. different things metal you know all of it okay okay um i see a little tea and these comments here. I don't know what it means, but I'm going to throw it out. I don't know who it's for. Paul says, I love you, man. I still remember that night. Wink. Who is First that of all, for? you weren't supposed to point that out. I know who that was for. That was addressed to me, ma'am. Yeah, has pointed that out on this live broadcast. Well, listen, I didn't know the comments are flowing here, you know? And, you know, I, you know, listen, <laughs> I, I want to know. <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> Oh, you know, I didn't, you know, I listen, I I, I didn't know, you know, you should have said something like, yo, you know, Tosh, you know, Lady Tosh, you know, just forget that one question. <laughs> exactly. We need to get over. If I don't post on the screen, that means we are not observing it during this live. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, it caught my attention because it was a week. Now, look at this one over here. Uh, you know, so that goes to my next question, kid, because I just seen you blow that stuff out your mouth. This says, does smoking marijuana affect your attention? <laughs> yes, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I'm not that old now. You ain't got phone, man. <laughs> now, come on now. You know, I know, you know, I'm, not, you know I'm, old, I'm older, but you know, I don't, you know, you ain't got to go there with the man. Um, <laughs> yeah, it definitely, uh, it definitely distracts me. Uh, it can slow me down, especially if it's not, if it's not the right type. You know, the strains do matter as far as like what you're smoking um if you know what you can smoke to be able to stay on top then by all means keep doing what you're doing and what about you kobe does this uh, smoking marijuana affect your attention uh he got a, he's a little press kid right now smelling like oh <laughs> uh, man yeah because i'm on it right now but yeah um does it affect my affect uh, my attention? Yeah. Well, are you smoking right now? Um, I'm high right now, of course. So I think it does because I have to I have to <laughs> ask you the question again. So evidently, it does. It does affect your attention, guys. Okay. It does. <laughs> it does. So with that being said, if it affects your attention, how do y'all get in the studio and create? I mean, how do you create? Like, how can you pay attention? How do you, you know? Um, I don't know, man. Where do you channel your inner Lil Wayne from? <laughs> the beat that 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 that's what gets me going. The beats, beats. Yeah, that's how I vibe and come up with what the creation. <laughs> uh huh. When I'm in that mood, like like I said earlier, I can do it either way, you know, but when I'm 
like high, whatever, you know, I can listen to a beat and vibe off of that. So coming from a question coming from a person who just don't smoke meat, weed, me, I never did it, never will, and stuff. I don't think so. Is there a certain type of flavor? Like, how does this go? How does it work? Breaking out of me, you know what I'm saying? Because both of y'all, you know, it helps with the music, it helps enhance, helps to get you in creative mode. So, I mean, does do you look for a certain type or I, you know, I think they say weed is the best when it smells. Do you look for a certain stink? Like, what it is you look for boy, that's going to get you in that mood or help, you know, do everything, you know, the creative flow, kid? <laughs> the what? As, far as, as far as out here, we got, you know, we got uh, at the dispensary. So, I mean, like, they're just popped off all over the place. And a lot of the people that are in there are weed smokers. So, I'm, I'm able to go in there and give them a description of what kind of high I'm looking for, and they're able to meet it to the T. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. I think somebody said they're trying to get in study. Do you see that? Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Are you ready for him? Yeah, I'm ready for him. We're ready. We ready. Stop. Here we go. Here we go. Look at this one. As we talk about smoking weed, here comes Booby. Booby, we have you. <laughs> he comes on. Let's go. I, I Let's go. Smoking. I love the weed. Smoking. Yeah, I'm smoking right now. He rolled one too. He holds one too. Hey, I definitely <laughs> rolled one first. I'm sitting here listening. I'm rolling up while I'm listening. I'm like, okay, good. I'm glad. We was, you know, I say, I say, you must gonna be do like a a fashionable late entrance on a helicopter or something, cause you just no. Look, what had happened was I had to put this girl. I had to put. What had happened was I had to put this girl out my store. She was doing too much, so I'm looking at the time. I'm like, I gotta go at eight fifteen. But I'm looking, I look at the other phone because I got two. I'm like, damn, she sent me a message. Um, That's right. I was looking for you. I apologize. My apologies. That's no problem. Thank I'll you so much my, for coming I'll be on. Late to my own funeral. <laughs> <laughs> well, just in case y'all didn't know, everybody, we now got Booby Blood up here. He's a, a artist. Um, got some dope tracks when I when I started following him and he know I've been chasing him for a minute to get up on the block and he finally did and finally seen that it's something real and it ain't no skin you or nothing as that right booby huh <laughs> yeah I rock with you hey no see I be busy man I ain't gonna lie oh oh like when it come when it come to the to the to the weed that's my favorite thing so <laughs> <laughs> I'll be making sure I, I gotta make sure everybody else get to smoke with me. You did. I hear you. I hear you. So you say he's been booby actually has been listening to the, uh, most of this um um this podcast tonight, the show, and he's seen heard a lot about kid and a lot about Montana. So booby, yeah, you know, it's the spotlight's kind of on you right now because you know booby, you know the kid in Montana we kind of had it like ease on it because we were going back and forth between them. Now it's on you. All right, oh, yeah, so tell us a little bit about you. Your clock went <laughs> 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 All right, let's get so it. It's, it's booby. It's yeah. booby. So let us know about you. Tell us, tell the viewers, because we have some viewers out there. Tell them what your booby is about. Where you from? Okay, um, I'm from the north side, Minneapolis, Minnesota, where all the drama is going down there right now. Wow, so you out here in Minnesota? 
God. Yeah. Black Black Lives Matter. You dig? Already all, all day. I'm an artist. I'm from the streets, though. You dig? Like, I really grew up in the streets. Everything that I got going on got me in, you know, in tune on music. My choice of music is rap. I love hip hop because I, I, I'm like versatile. So I'm like a beat rapper, actually. So it depends on the beat has coming. But, you know, I got a lot of little things going on. I signed a little distribution deal with Bentley Records. Okay. I've been promoting, you know, got my own little business where I sell strictly my merchandise. It's my merchandise I got on. Wow. Right, you got a store. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely got a store, a whole little business. What's the name of it? Uh, Boobies One Cop. Booby what? Boobies One Stop Shop. Okay. All right. The names, cool. The names of my CDs and stuff. And like, I sell like baby stuff a little bit here and there, depending on, you know, right. depending on how everything going down. I just, I'm into it. I'm really like into it. But I wanted something else other to sell than music. So I sell like phone cases with the wildlife on it. You did. I hey. Drawstring bags. Yeah, it, it, right. yeah, that boy got merch, man. Yeah, you got everything up in there. Wow. Yeah, I got okay. I got an online store too, you know, and I got a studio in the back here too. Let me go back here. It's a little so setup for my literally one stop. You come here, shop. Oh, matter of fact, matter of fact, just just in case you you visit me and you might get hungry, we got candy and stuff too. Chips, nachos. Well, he said one yeah, stop shop. He meant that literally. <laughs> we got a whole little Chicago. We got snowballs for you too, different flavors. No. <laughs> He's making ices up in here. Yeah, I'm making ices. mad at you. And then, just in case I get bored or something, you know, I get to play the games. Got me a stage. Okay. All right. A game or something. A little studio set up for myself. Then I record my own shit, too. So, interviews and stuff like that. Making sure I get it all in there. Gotcha. Oh, so you said you um you were artists from the streets, right? So yeah, I, to... I was a trapper before a rapper. You did. <laughs> you was a trapper before a rapper. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about that. So let's talk about how you you trans you transform over from being a trapper to a rapper. Like I guess you went through some life experiences. Um, you know, been through some things. Is that what's behind your music right now? Things you've been through. They, yeah, a lot of things that I've been through, and it's um, it's more of like music was my passion from when I was a kid. I was a singer, actually, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's like as I got older, I got a little more into the rap. Then, but the streets knocked everything else out the way, right? <laughs> Just out the blue type shit. It wasn't it wasn't intended, but you know the environment. So. I, you know, got outside, did what I did, and then I just been sticking to it. The music is my life right now. Like, just going to prison, and I've been punching on motherfuckers, shooting people. So, at the end of the day, my popularity was already up. So, when I came back from prison, I'm like, damn, ain't nobody giving me shit. I started back from the streets. Like, even when I didn't want to, like, I'm so known in my city. From the street, from the you know what I'm saying, it mm. just was like, hey man, whoa, 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 I'm okay. That that is what it is. You dig? So 
but then on top of that, I still wanted to do my music shit because I was in jail with one of my friends and we actually started the wildlife together. But then I guess maybe he, he once he got out, the plan changed. He seen I had actually took off with it. I guess he thought I was on some lying stuff or some probably plan. Right. So all that just fueled the fire. Like I gotta, I gotta go harder. I got home from doing a three year bid. I could have been doing 15. So I just was like, thank God I took that as what it is. And I was like, shit, when I get back, I'm not fucking with it, but you know, Right. The music is my life, and then you know, I, I rap about a lot of stuff in my music. Damn, everything real in my music, right? And I freestyle, so like I said, I'm more of a beat rapper. If I hit a beat, I can make a hook like that. Now we got to figure out the courses. Like, I got shit piled up with just hooks, wow. And I'm like, I, I get to it when I feel like it because I still, you know what I'm saying? I heard them talking about get your own bag, and that's most definitely what I be on. <laughs> Mm -hmm. yeah, right. like, I'm I'm signed with a little label on the distribution deal, but I still do my independent thing. You did? I still put out music with TuneCore. I still put out music TuneCore, like in my hood, in the streets, because I started <laughs> off with the CDs. I'm 32, so from my transition from starting with CDs and writing on them to where I'm at now, I own the store that I did my first video in front of. You did my first wow. solo video. Yeah, and one of my homies pointed that out to me later. I'm like, damn, you right, bro. I'm tweaking. I ain't even noticed that, but you know, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. So my music now is to inspire the people that's around me. Yeah, that's what those little kids just said. It's inspiring. Yeah, yeah. It's like for them to be who they want to be. It ain't even about you have to do music or nothing like that. Like that, I just feel like it's my calling on my own side. But still, at the same time, it's about how the person feels. You dig? The music is to get you through the hard time and shit like that. The thinking-wise, like, hold on, that nigga just said he out there trapping. And then when they see me out here, and actually, that's what I be explaining to people, like, it's a difference. Right. Yeah, I rap, but I'm actually out here in the streets. So when the little niggas and people who from my area see me, because I'm known through Minneapolis and St. Paul, they call our shit the Twin Cities. So when the little people see me, that's good. I love that. I made it to it this age, through all the shit I was doing, I figured I should have been dead in a jail for life type shit. And then wow. I'm like, I ain't never been shot, stabbed or nothing like that, but I did a lot of shit to people. And when we went to jail, they see I was still in that same type of mode, but I guess it did, it changed for them when we got out because I was still on that. But I was like, you know what, fuck that shit. If they if they let it go, I'ma let it go. Cause I'm just in my head like y'all ain't doing nothing to me. Cause I wouldn't have let it go if it was on the other two. <laughs> um, so it's just like, let me just stick to the music. Why don't nobody want no issues with me right now? Cause like I say, I don't think I should have been here, but shit, God kept me on the on the narrow path. So what keeps you driven and motivated to keep focused and not like throw you off track? Cause you know, from the sounds of it, you've been through a lot, you know, you, you've been in, you know, evidently some trouble and stuff. And you know, sometimes, you know, oh, with yeah. things, the way things are going in the world, you get frustrated sometimes trouble can find you. So what keeps you yeah. driven and motivated to stay straight now, you know, on a straight path? The things that I got going on with my music, like mm -hmm. I got breakfast club interviews set up Steve wow, okay. Harvey, motherfucking wow. Ryan Seacrest, 
all-in-one type of situation and then i got some iheart things going on like i got i'm really promoting my music on all the levels so they get to the bag situation that's what make me be outside i ain't gonna flex so i'm selling cds everything though too you dig i burn people cds make cds for everybody around the area i i got i got like this was an old cd store so this was a store i used to drop my cds off at like hey bro sell these for me if you do you know we can do a little cut sell them for 10 i give three dollars i keep the seven say like that so now i'm like i gotta keep up that what he was doing and it's like a statement because i got haters so that keep me that keep me on the motivated side though too though because right. to know that don't nobody help me with shit and they around that shit means a lot and now i be seeing why 50 cent and like another a, a lot of rappers be leaving their people and homies in the hood and shit like that because on the grind side on my first mixtape when i got back because i was making music with the group but when i went to jail i was i was doing it because i was going to jail actually you know what i'm saying i'm like damn i've been waiting like eight months so when this trial come up i'm just gonna cop out because somebody who was with us told so I'm like, fuck that, bro. I'm copping out. They even fifty. They they saying plead to the gun. I'm good with that. So I took that little time, and then when I came back, it was like, shit. People was there, but that's they wasn't. You did what I'm saying. So a lot of things happened with my people and my homies. Like I met people in jail that's been realer to me than anybody else. You did, mm -hmm. and so we still rock to this day. So my whole thing was to make sure I leave by example on what i was talking about like mm -hmm. if i get out bro i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that and when people see me now on my mama they celebrate that shit. like damn bro you got a soul you doing this you doing that i'm going on tour in september you know all that keep me motivated the music my the achievements that i got when, when i see my numbers going up um damn and i see that i seen your numbers I really, yeah i don't really care for the to the for the for the um for the fame i just want I want my shit to do good because i'm already to me i'm already getting my own money so i don't i don't really even care for what that is i need it but at the same time i'm pulling up already i'm driving a cl 550 like i don't worry about nothing i'm getting to it i got businesses my people got businesses my mama and my family my mom lee by example so she keep me motivated too that's cool. She, she owned a lot of businesses. My mom used to smoke crack. So my hustle game really came from shoveling, taking out old ladies' garbage, mowing lawns, motherfucking raking leaves, all that. I ain't start smoking weed until I was 21. Wow. So why were you on the weed? Cause you know, you came up here, you came up here lit. You came up here, well, the first thing I seen it was smoke before I seen your face. And I'm like, Oh yeah, oh. baby, I, I, I keep that. That's my whole thing. Like- I'm That's your whole thing. Me. Does it help you? Like, cause I know I'm kidding in um, Montana. It, it helped me. Yeah, it helped me. It keep me calm. Bar yeah. music, I can make music at any time, but it keep me calm. Cause I ain't gonna lie, I be feeling like I'm kind of crazy or something. Cause I just be having visualized doing shit to people for nothing <laughs> and then i'm the type of dude you know i show up to my shows and shit like that i guess it ain't it, it ain't as interesting as me to me no more you did like really? i've been doing this since 2012 on the serious side so by me 
I I I had a label offer me like Rockstar Energy drink 500k, but it was a 360 deal, so they almost had me though. Break it down what a 360 deal is for people who don't know what that is. A 360 deal is a slave deal. These people wanted me to give them all the rights to my music, my publishing, and this Rockstar Energy drink. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna say their name. They was on some. Bullshit. They ain't even want to try to renegotiate nothing. I'm man, look, damn, you trying to talk like you trying to boss me into it that. But they wanted me to get them all the copyrights, get them like ownership of my name, ownership of all the music I do. And then they didn't even specify the time limit of the of the deal. You know what I'm saying? They like. I'm like, so within this three years, y'all want to say, like, what y'all trying to offer? Three years or two years? Because y'all talking about y'all get to get the rights to say what songs is approved. And if y'all don't like them, I got to do them back again. Mm-hmm. And y'all yeah. wanted to put a, a life policy on me. They say I, they a $500,000 life policy. Oh, it sounds and, like a setup to me. And <laughs> I was... I never heard of that. Look, they almost had me really because I'm really independent. Like, I make my own business cards. I make my own flyers. I get outside in the streets and hit the corners with my own everything. So, ain't nothing nobody can tell me about what they did for me. You did? I'm not. They, but they almost had me. The offer was nice, like a hundred thousand. Then when you come to Vegas, we're gonna give you two hundred thousand. Then we want you to perform over here. You gotta be in the studio. You gotta do this, that, the third. And then I asked them at the end. I said, okay, well then, shit, because I was sitting down with my mom and I actually want to hire a lawyer for that situation. They put that in there too, like, yeah, have a lawyer go over this, this, that, the third. Then get back to us. So the lawyer. He was like, no, nah, because they almost had me. This is how they almost had me. They had that $100,000 advance in there. And then they was like, we're going to give you another two when you come to Vegas for the party after you sign the paper. They sent the W-9, I think it is, for them, for me to be a, one of their actual employees. Mm-hmm. And so my mom, see, they had her. They like, oh, she sent, they sent you the W-9. We're going to do this, do that. So I was literally about to sign it, but because the lawyer was taking like a week to get back to me. I'm like, man, it shouldn't take this fucking long to go over this shit. So, but when he got back to me, like, nah, it's the only reason I didn't sign it. He said, because they had me because they had put the option. Once the contract is over, I can give them the 500,000 back and I can have all my stuff back. Mm-hmm. So that thought process, I'm like, shit, within the three, my shit going to blow all the way. I'm doing, I'm, let's get it. And then the lawyer hit me back. He like, no. I'm like, it literally was Sunday. I'm like, man, mama, listen, fuck that. We finna sign this shit. Get that 100,000, do this, that, the third. And I'm like, because motherfuckers ain't never had 100,000 all that. Right, point. so that was something big, right? Right. Yeah, I'm like, we done ran through it in the streets. Motherfuckers, my brothers and people them had little lawsuits from car accidents and shit like that. I'm like, but motherfuckers ain't had no 100. Motherfuckers ain't had like 40, 48, or something mm-hmm. like that. But y'all ain't had no 100. 
So I was like, I can do a lot of shit with a hundred because I'm already business mind thinking. I was like, shit, I'm going to give you that. I know my mom, she already started like four businesses in one on her own. She got an education center. She got a motherfucking nonprofit center. She got a moving company. Then she got a hair salon. She got a store. Yeah. So it's like, damn. I know we can do a lot of shit with that. Plus, they buying houses. My little brother owned a PCA company. My mom mm -hmm. bought her house. My little brother just bought like a fiveplex. So in my mind, I'm thinking what I can do with that. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm like, I ain't getting no younger. At the end of the day, on my mom, I still think about it like, damn, I said hit their ass back. Like, you know what? Because they wanted me, but I just was like, nah, they like, man, look, whoa, whoa. It's a three. I'm... So what was your lawyer's reason for telling you not to sign it, though? Did he ever break that down to he you? Said, oh, he broke it down to me. He said they put the option in there of having to do it, but that don't mean they have to do it. I'm like, what you mean? He said they said they can, you can, they, the option of you buying your shit back, but if they don't want to give it to you, they don't have to. And they put me wow. in clear right, right here. So I was like, damn, let me talk to them and see if it's going to be right. You know what I'm saying? Because my mom was like, well, then, look, we can renegotiate some other shit. And this is at the third. And I'm like, all right, bet. Well, let me hit them up and try to renegotiate the situation and still, like, pull something aboard. You know what I'm saying? No, they, like, we was under the impression that you was going to do the 360 bill. This at the third. You you had us um, call up this. That. I'm like, man, but look. Once I've hired the lawyer, the lawyer said no. So if the lawyer said no, it's evidently something fishy in there. Like I can read it. My mom's smart as hell. She can read it. But she when my when my mom said hire a motherfucking lawyer too, I'm like, yeah, well then fuck that. I'm gonna just hire the lawyer. Cause they, they got the print. They it, it was so many tricky words in there. Like they address you as the artist and then they address you as the like the 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 like like somebody they paying, like they pay e. Like, it was just all kind of fish. Yeah, it right. was just too fishy. Like, if if I would have signed that deal, I basically would have sold all my shit for 500000 And still probably be in debt to them and be owned by them, too. Right. Yeah, and they'll right. still be telling me, like, if I don't make this song, if they don't approve of it, I start thinking about Lil Uzi Vert and NBA Youngboy and all the motherfuckers who, you know, in the industry who complained about that shit. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is probably why they bitch ass complaining, because shit they got y'all asking this type of shit where if they you can make all the songs you want to if they don't like it ain't no nba young boy song going out there this week because they're gonna take this shit down and i didn't want nobody to have control over my music i felt like a lame ass nigga even thinking that wow wow so i hope all the viewers is listening to booby's story what he just said because it happens so often in not only the music industry the whole entire entertainment industry so that's why it's so important for you to be mindful and smart and educated and you know just know your business oh, yeah you know and thank you yeah, for sharing they, that with us because that that right yeah. there yeah and you know, I, I end up but see look because i was gonna give up on music on my life I told my people, I said, that's why I got the store. You did? Right. I'm, and that's why I be like, God know exactly how you think. Keep your faith in God on whatever you want to do. Because I was already telling my people, like, shit, if this music shit don't go right for me, bro, how I need it to, I'm just going to say, fuck that shit. And do my store shit, because I was already 
like when I got out of jail, I definitely got to the hustle. I got on, I was, before I got out of jail, actually, I was already like selling dresses and shit off AliExpress to people in my city. And I always kept the mind state of don't order one. I mean, don't order too many or don't order two. Just order certain selections and shit. You want a person to be happy about how they grind it. You know what I'm saying? You sell a girl a dress, she knows she's the only one in the city with it. And I put it up pre-sale. So I post the dress, take the picture off the site, post the dress on my social media, and I order it and let them know if you want to buy it, it's going to be $30, put down $15 if you want it for sure. So I start a bidding war. And they be like, oh, I'm coming, I'm coming. And so I use that. People put their money down. And mm -hmm. I like how my people follow my, they follow my drift. You dig what I'm saying? I, even though I ain't say nothing about it, because we got another, mm -hmm. we got a big, like, clothing store mm -hmm. on the, closer to the mall. And then my mom got a store now. So I'm like, I'm glad I inspired the people that was around me to do something with clothing. Y'all had a little more money than me, but I see y'all. Y'all could jock me. Y'all my family. It is what it is. I love y'all to death. But the more y'all do, the better for me, because I'm in a stage right now where I'm like, I'm ready to move right to texas you know what i'm saying my really? daughter lived down there my oldest daughter lived down there and every time i went down there it was it was good man one of my people you dig what i'm saying they in tune with the music they like you just need to leave you just need to leave you did they left from up here but i'm like that's why i'm running my numbers up i'm running promo i'm like brother shit all social y'all tweaking it ain't as hard as it used to be but i'm just like shit as long as i got the label that's why i signed with Bentley. Cause at that time when I was finna give up, God who gave me the deal I was looking for. Bentley Records. Who did you sign? What you said, Jimmy? No, Bentley. Oh, Bentley. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you said yeah, Bentley. Bentley Records. Yeah, that means um, yeah. brother. I got okay. a, I got a lot of little stuff going on over there. Like matter of fact, since I got two phones, I'm gonna show y'all just a little bit of stuff I got going on right now. Like I still got a store, so I still order stuff. Like hold on. Like clothes, t-shirts. Okay, that's what's up. So, um, as you see, kid in um, Montana, um, you know, Booby, he's just out here. He got a whole bunch of stuff going on. Um, are are y'all thinking about venturing over to other things too, um, besides, um, you know, the music? And I start off with kids. You that independent? One. If you independent, send your music to Bentley Records. They gonna keep you. You can stay independent. But they gonna have a whole bunch of opportunities. If you get in that bag, you gonna be able to do different shit. I'm submitting my music to the Grammys this year. I got TikTok promos going on. I ain't tired that. I ain't tried that. But you know, they got different shit that I couldn't reach before. iTunes charting, blog submission, all the okay. shit is guaranteed for real. So billboard shit and that IG check. You did. It costs you your money, not as you want to be their artist and give you that, give them your shit. But so, kid, um, um, booby, kid got a question for you. Go ahead, um, um, kid, and ask him. What's popping? So, does uh, Bentley offer promo help? Yep, they offer promo help too, right here. Like when you release new projects, let me see right there. Yeah. Cause I've been trying to look for like trusted sources and you know, it's really hard when you're going through Instagram and you get, look, so then they get, see, uh, it's a lot of different things I got with them. I'm going to go into it a little more too. And we're going to follow each other on all the socials too, when we get off here so I can send you it 
directly so you'll know. Um, Bentley Records, they got like free mastering and all that once you fuck with them on the music side. You dig what I'm saying? Wow. And then, like, I be making press kits and everything for free, just tell them what I need. You dig? Oh, wow. And then it's a they they main office is in New York, but they got offices in Africa and Europe. So they got a lot going on, bro. But it they actually is helpful. So it's like, you know, with TuneCore, TuneCore give you a 70-30 split off your music, right? For the sales. Bentley, you own all your shit. They just got a 80-20 split. So you get the 80, they get the 20. That was more of a way for them to wheel me in on the situation too, you know what I'm saying? Because they like, we see you put out music with TuneCore, this okay, this at the third. And once I got the chart on how much they pay for that shit, he like, yeah, woo, woo, woo. we're going to give you an 80%. So right now, my um my EP is online for what, $5? Mm-hmm. I get $3 or that. They get the two. I'm cool with that. and they promote it too so like they got a lot of different shit here matter of fact like mastering you just let them know what you want mastering and you they master they do mastering too for you can send your tracks and they master it to you yep you send them ap3 or right now i'm running a dj pack so i sent i I hit up my um engineer dude and let them know like they need the acapellos, they need the beats, they need this, that, the third, so they can get it all right for me. And then I'm running the Apple Music promo, so my music that's on Apple, even my independent music that I got out, when I run the promos, I can tell they just ask you for the link, what you wanna promote. I have them running Facebook ads for me, where I tell them what I wanted to say, or they can do a custom one for you, shit like that. Yeah, so it's lit. That's a and lot of I, good info right there. That that's what's up. That's yeah. that's like a blessing, as we call it. Artwork so- and and if you want them to like comment, you want the label to actually comment on your pictures and shit. You just gotta ask them. They don't charge you. You want them to promote it. Whatever you drop, whatever you do is like shit. They there for you to anything you need. You need A and R feedback. Mm-hmm booking tour that's why i just booked my tour with and then you get paid off of merch sales you get the dj tour bus the whole experience of the tour shit so that's why another reason i was running my numbers up because last year i had the opportunity to go and i'm like damn i want to go but i'm like i felt like my music wasn't where i wanted to be on that level you dig i'm like let me spread my shit out some more and right. I buckled down and went hard, and I went from doing 189,000 to 279,000 streams on Spotify last year. I did like 500,000 streams on YouTube. So I just I focus more on promo now. Right, 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 right. Just actually dropping a song like that. That one guy that Rob Levels, he good too. Mm-hmm, and the mm-hmm. rapper guy, he good too. Cause some of the things he said, I actually looked at and used those YouTube, the way he say running up, um, oh, okay, that was good. Cause I seen numbers from that and actual comments, even if it was bad or good. Motherfucker talk shit, oh well, good. You saw my shit, you commented. And so you're about to go on tour and everything yeah. and you leave shows. Cause I looked at a couple of your shows and you, the energy is crazy. <laughs> the energy is crazy. So 
Um, yeah. um so where your tour is going to be kicking off at? What's coming up? Because we're going to ask all, all three of y'all. Um, they we'll, just, we'll I just up. got an email today. So right now they're in the process of, they said they're in the final stages of finishing where we're going to be. But I'm going to run a virtual tour first, they said. So we get to do a virtual tour. And then in September, for sure, probably mid-September, we'll be kicking off the tour. Okay. That's why I'm booking all these interviews and stuff right now. Like iHeartRadio, I'm making sure my music is spinning on those things. So when I'm in those cities, the rate the label can do what they want to. I'm right. still in an independent mind thinking. So I'm coming with CDs. I already got it lined up. CDs, business cards, whatever city we land in, I'm getting outside myself. I got free music. You have everything prepared, huh? Ready. Yeah, so, I got my own. I got my own CD burner. Just investing that money, you know. Amazon wow. burn my own CD, so that way I ain't gotta keep paying people to actually. I want my mixtapes to be out for free, so right. when people run out, oh, we got the mixtape, we got the mixtape, and uh, yeah, I got some other music on this site, iTunes, Spotify, this, whatever that we listen to. Go check out the video on YouTube. Leave a comment or something, you know. It's all about how you run it up and what you want to do from it. I got taxes the last two years from this shit, so. Okay. So, Kofi, awesome. what's coming up for you? Um, what you got coming up for you? <clears throat> what can we? What could we be looking for? We know Booby getting ready going on tour. What you got coming up? Oh yeah. Well, um, I'm working on my mixtape, Four Feet to Seven Pain. Um, should be out. Uh, um, that's what I got in the works right now. Uh, coming out this week, Prince of Florida. Uh, shout out, man, Big Chris, Big Chris promo. Um, Big Car Show. It's busting down now. You in Florida? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my mama, my one of my relatives lived down there. My first show for Coast to Coast was in South Beach. Oh, yeah, that motherfucker was lit. I, I definitely love the vibe down there. Oh, my soul. They treat the industry people like they regular people, and I love it. Because in my city, they treat these motherfuckers like they the last people on earth. You can't touch the nigga. You can't even talk to the nigga. <laughs> I went, I'm in, I'm for real. I was down in Miami on that show. Literally, like, Gorilla Zoe was in the building. They was in the crowd. Like, Jim Jones, a couple more artists was in the crowd. They wasn't on no, I'm standing back here with security. I guess some niggas be scared of our city, because I ain't going to lie, our shit is unpredictable. Right, right, <laughs> Motherfucker right. might be cool with you one second, and next thing you know, he done tried to snake you or something. It'd be too much bullshit going on. Like, I <laughs> say to myself, but, nah, bro, I'm, Get back to you, bro. I ain't mean to interrupt. Oh, kid. Give me y'all music too. Right. So, and kid, what what, what can we be hearing? I'm um, expecting from you. You know, any shows coming up? Any new stuff? Um, no shows, but um, I did did start the week off on Sunday with uh, diss tracks uh, for Baby No Money <laughs> and Rich Brian. Um, uh -huh. So uh, those two started off. I told him just yesterday that I made him a love song. So the next one. Um, was popping off today, and that one's called Mood. That one's a really good one. That one's more of a R and B pop vibe. Um, Hold on, y'all. I got company. Hold on. Um, after that, we got um, hey. oh, we got Whack, and we also got Paid coming up as well. Okay. Uh, Thursday. 
I don't know. It's not like a scuffle going on back there, but we're going to carry on. So um, let me ask you this because we're going to end this soon because, you know, I mean, this has been great. This has been a hot podcast. So and I'm going to start. I want to ask all three of you the same thing. Okay. Um, and I'll start off with um, Kobe. What what can you just tell people that's out there now, like the younger generation, even not the younger, anybody that's trying to break into this, this this music industry or become a rapper or a singer? Like, what advice can you give them? If you feel like that's what you want to do, let nobody. No, I'm going to stop you. Nobody okay. stop No, that's your passion. Okay. And Kim, what about you? Yeah, honestly, I, I I feel the same way, uh, you know, as well as like, you know, give it your all. Don't don't half half ass it. If you're going to do it and you're going to make it your living, do it all. No matter what people give you, no matter what they say, you know what I'm saying? If they bring you down, turn that around on them. You know what I'm saying? Make them know that, you know, you're going to shine brighter than they thought, you know. Awesome. Awesome. Um, Booby, he 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 done dropped a whole bunch of stuff and everything. So, um, <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, I guess he's preoccupied and stuff. So, um, Kobe, we gotta get you on a block, okay? We gotta get you on a block, okay? Adrian, she said that's good advice that you got. What you gotta sign up on a block, okay? Um, go to your app store, everything entertainment expo. Um, the block is my social media platform. Just come on and network. You definitely gonna see um, kid up there. Booby, he just got up there and everything. Um, where you can network, make connections, you know, express yourself and everything. So, Booby, before we get out of here, I had asked um, kid and also um, Kobe. And I got hey, and I got the plug on custom shit. If y'all yeah. Y'all want you got the plug on it? <laughs> he down there in Atlanta. He getting the right. Okay. So, Booby, what, what advice can you give somebody that's trying to break into the um industry right now? Because you just gave a lot of advice, which is good. But what, as far as like inspirational advice, um, you know, things that you like, you can that you've been going through and everything. Hell what can yeah. you tell? Stay focused. On my that's mind. it. That's the- the main thing is to stay focused, man. Don't let little shit interrupt you from chasing what you got to do. You know, people is always going to be like distractions. Yeah. Right. So if you if you really chasing music, get in that studio or whatever you're doing in your life, really pursue this shit. That's all. Pursue what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Well, I want to thank all of y'all for coming on, sharing your stories with us, sharing all your advice. Um, Booby, you came on. Thank you so much. I know you had a lot going on. Man, Your thank you. Um, no, no, no. Let me thank you for reaching out to me on my show because this is the first time I did one of these like online interviews, so that was cool. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I got a lot of stuff wrote up about me, but this is the first time I did an online interview. I really enjoyed it. The other artists, like I said, send me y'all news. I want to Tune in, see what's up, because I, I like the, the flyer pictures. What you saying? I'm like, damn, these niggas look like yeah, they you know, <laughs> yeah, y'all, yeah, so, you follow, you follow so each other on all platforms, yeah, including the block. You if you follow each other on all yeah. platforms, including the block. To the block, I fuck with it because I like <laughs> upload my music. Blocks where it's at. <laughs> yeah. Blocks where it's at. That's what I like. Well. 
Thank you so much, all of y'all coming on. Hopefully, you know, we're going to be looking out for your thing too. I already heard your music and stuff. I like all of your energy and everything. Um, Kid, thank you for shining out the block and your song again and everything. It's up. It's up. It's up. It's up. Go listen. Y'all give to yeah, me, boy. Movie. Um, huh? Tell everybody where they can find you. Can they find any of your merchandise online or anything? Yeah, I got an online store. Booby Blood. Um, What's that? Shop spread. Yeah, there's anything with Booby Blood on it. One word, like, I'm going to leave the link. Booby Blood, or you can follow me on IG. It's all it's it's all on my Instagram. All my social medias have been having uploads in my merchandise stores. So yeah, and you can customize the shit too. So and by y'all being artists, I think y'all should check it out too. Um spreadshirt. Spreadshirt.com. Okay. That's okay. who started my shit. And then another thing for y'all to make sure y'all get paid, check out um at myafton.com. My they book my shows in my city. For oh, me. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I heard yeah, they book my little shows in my city for me, and it be all ages, so I get to bring the kids. Like I say, I know a lot of little niggas and shit, you know what I'm saying? So they be geek. They like, oh, we get to go to the club? Um, yes. But the city will not allow us to do all ages. All these clubs I've been to, I'm like, damn. Y'all let them um, book all said, What is it called again? My Afton. M-Y-A-F-T-O-N. Okay, awesome. All right. I just want to thank all you guys. I enjoyed having you guys so much. Um, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Steady, I call him Steady, but he's DJ Big Dog, um, close this out and take it out for us tonight. Again, salute to y'all on y'all careers, battling whatever y'all gotta do to survive. Shout out to Kobe for putting on for Florida one time. Shout out to everybody for putting on they city. Y'all already know it's major love for the who they want crew. It's been a great show. It's been live. It's been real. I make sure to tune in. We got some more great shows lined up the rest of this week. You don't want to miss. And this concludes our segments. Y'all make sure y'all go get blocked in today. You did. Everything is entertainment expo. Free and all absolutes. You did. And that concludes our show, ladies and gentlemen. See you guys tomorrow night. All right. See y'all.